Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Welcome, as always. Thank you for joining us. Delighted to be spending our Saturday with you. Got a great show for you today. Lots of interesting information. Uh, And thank you for listening. And I don't know how you found us, but if you did, great. Tell your friends. You can listen to us on the WS Radio website. Just go to uh, wsradio.com and you can listen to the the show live or uh, download the archives. You can also get us on many streaming services like iTunes, iHeartRadio, and on and on and on. And also, you can, thanks to uh, Kurt, you can listen to us on Twitter. And Marsha, how does one do that? Well, you can be live on Twitter, and I know when you're listening on Twitter, thank you, Kurt, by the way, Kurt Boothman, um, sometimes you just don't have the time to listen to the whole show. So you can find us, like Mark said, on all the radio networks, iHeartRadio, iTunes, every whatever you call it, we're there. So this is Computer and Technology Radio, and I'm at Marsha Collier on Twitter. If you want to tweet to us during the show, just use the hashtag TechRadio, and if I'm not trying to fix something on my computer or read something for you, uh, I'll be glad to answer. Well, all right. Uh, and how was your week? The same as every other week the last nine months? Well, COVID's just getting to us, and we have a bunch of COVID news for the show because right. it's just getting ridiculous. It's just yeah. getting ridiculous. Our politicians here in California are just not the doctors, mind you, the politicians are right. laying down more and more and more rules for everybody. Oh, and yeah. it just seems to be getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, it's it's been very, very difficult. At least we appear to have a light at the end of the tunnel with the vaccine, which just got approved by the FDA. So that's great news. While it'll be probably months before everybody has the opportunity to take the vaccine if they want to do that, um, at least we're there and at least we're getting there. We've got more vaccines to come out. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, what news was exciting to you or interesting on the COVID side? Well, actually, we have a funny one. So since there's very little that's funny (laughs) about COVID. Sadly true. Very little that's funny. It's just terribly sad. Um, In China, they've found another way to protect their airplanes and their flight attendants. Right. Right. Unfortunately, people do have to travel. There are reasons that people have to go across the country and travel for reasons, reasons, reasons. And it seems that the dirtiest place on an airplane, what, what do you think is the dirtiest place on the airplane? I mean, before reading the oh, story, what do you think? God, um, I mean, I would think the bathroom, but well, I don't know. Definitely. The bathroom, the lavatory is the germiest place yeah, that's what airplane. I was figuring. I mean, if you've ever been on a long flight, you can see the spots on the floor. You get, jeez, I, I, I don't yeah, know what kind gross. of slobs people are. I, it's just ridiculous. Yep. But anyway, so people have caught coronavirus on flights. Wonderful. So that's an issue. So aside from wearing masks, the Chinese, I don't know, the CAC, the Civil Aviation Administration of China, has new guidelines for flight attendants. That includes that includes flight attendants wear disposable diapers so they don't need to use the bathroom. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? (laughs) 
Yeah, what, are they, they what advise, about the other 300 people on the flight? <laughs> I think we might think about this. Um, cabin crews on flights to and from high-risk countries to wear medical masks, double-layer disposable medical gloves, goggles, disposable hats. I want to see the disposable hats, by the way. Disposable protective clothing and disposable shoe covers as well as diapers so they don't go into the bathroom. Now, what the solution to this is, by the way, is Boeing has applied for a patent on a self-cleaning lavatory, which Ah. would use a UV light to clean 99.9% of bathroom germs after every use. But I don't know. Have you ever been on a plane? You know that line when everybody has to go to the bathroom at once? Yeah, how do they clean it in between, right? Yeah, how many minutes is that going to take? But obviously they think they have a solution. But in the meanwhile, I don't know. I've never worn, I haven't worn a diaper since I was in diapers as a child. I would, it's an odd thing. I I can, you know, it depends on how gross you want to be here. If you're going number one, I guess a diaper's okay, right? It's not as bad as. Yeah, well, I'm not going that deep into it, but. uh, Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Can you hear the swoosh, swoosh down the aisle as the flight attendant walks through with their little diaper on? This whole, that whole story is completely gross. I, you know. But it's true. I I mean, it's gross. Being sick is gross. Dying is gross. That is definitely The way people die from COVID is gross. So if this is a way, temporarily, if you're forced to fly, not funny. Just take every advantage that's invented for you. You know, I would have to say that if I were standing in line on the plane and I did need to go to the bathroom, I'd be willing to wait it out if it actually desanitize the bathroom, you know, if they have those devices that take a minute or two to do that, I guess it's worth the extra effort. Not if it takes 20 minutes in between, that's a big problem. Well, Mm. I don't think they'd do that. I I think they'd figure that out, but, uh, so there's that. (laughs) Well, you found it, you know, this is interesting. I'm looking at it. The the Honeywell made this cloth mask, which is interesting. Right. Is this cool? Yeah, it is. and it's available on Amazon. So let me just tell you about this. It's a new cloth mask, and it works as well as an N95, and you can buy them on Amazon. I have one in my shopping cart right now because I'm, you know, I have so many masks. It's like shoes. Now. Yeah, us too. How many masks? Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. I have black masks. I have white masks. I have surgical masks. I have right. a whole whole assortment. But what this is... Um, it's the best coronavirus mask on the market if you want a cloth face com- uh, covering. Um, it's called the Honeywell RWS-50111 dual face, uh, excuse me, dual layer face cover. And it ships with eight replacement filters. And it's been gone over by all the people. And it's, you know, because cheap cloth masks really don't do much. I think they make you feel better. But <laughs> this mask um, is the, I mean, they're a respective company. Oh, yeah. These masks the company. have great protection, much more than a layer or two of cloth. They have removable filters that have been tested and proven to filter at least 97% of small airborne particles. And that's inside the mask. And N95 masks are required to filter at least 95% of these particles. So these are even better, technically, than N95. And 
it works. And adjustable ear loops, nose clip. Got to have that nose clip. That's, that's, I've actually seen masks that don't have a nose clip, and I don't know what the point is. Why even wear a mask? But it's everything a mask should be. And it's the Honeywell dual layer face cover with eight replaceable filters for twenty nine ninety nine. Cheap that's enough. A now, deal. That's, now, just so you know, they're not available till they won't ship till this, between December twenty eighth and January seventh. So they're not going to come to you instantly. You know, you're not going to get them right. In two days. And they are authorized for the FDA by the FDA for emergency yeah. use, not intended for medical use, not tested against COVID nineteen. Um, but the point is. It fills every question, you know, right. um, 0.3 micron size particles and 0.1 micron size particles. It, it filters it all. Twenty nine ninety nine. I think this is a great deal. Like I said, I have one in my cart right now. I just did it as we were doing the story. I just bought one. And it's, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of nice because you, you don't really yeah, why need aren't two. I'm smart enough to tweet this out with a referral link so we can make a quarter from everyone. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and maybe, you know, you were talking about those, uh, those uh, flight attendants ha- maybe wearing their hats. Maybe they could wear the uh, tech radio hats or tinfoil hats. Well, I- yeah, the tinfoil hats, they're probably protected. But, you know, they talk about shoe coverings in that story, too. We've bought shoe coverings to wear because uh, I don't always remember to take my shoes off when I leave the house. So we right. have those little blue fo- shoe coverings at the yeah, front exactly. door. Our front right. door, yeah, right. which used to be a beautiful entry in the old days, is right. now covered with hand sanitizer, extra masks, shoe cover. Uh, Face shields, everything you need when you walk into the house. Right, exactly. Yeah, so that's that's kind of a cool idea. Also, you had but an interesting. I, story. I found something interesting from NPR, which I thought was very cool. Um, and this is a quick one, and anybody can do it using an analysis from the University of Minnesota's COVID nineteen hospitalization tracking project. NPR created a tool that allows you to see how your local hospital. And your county overall are faring. Um, in order to find it, just search, you know, NPR COVID hospital tool or something like that. It's the first thing that comes up all over the place because it's very popular. And all you do is type in your county. Did you do it, Mark? Uh, I did not, no. Well, I just typed in Los Angeles, and it said Los Angeles County, California, and immediately a list of hospitals, the individual, all the local, what's, you know, name a local hospital, Mark. I'll tell you what the percentage Uh, of COVID cases Los Robles Hospital. Los Robles Hospital. Okay, they have to, come on. That's not the name of the hospital. Hold on. Los Robles. Nope, there's no Los Robles Hospital. No. Um, How about we'll just do Cedars Sinai? Yeah, in, there you go. They only have, let me see, 19% of beds in use, adults' beds in use by COVID 19 patients. That's but actually East, low, right? You're saying that, yeah, that only 19% low. are used, right? Yeah, that's great. Right. East Los Angeles Doctors Hospital is 42%. Alhambra Hospital Medical Center is 33%. And by going in here, Antelope Valley Hospital, 28%. You can go in and legit, you can find your local hospital. There's no Los Robles Hospital here. 
Well, that's you know that's Ventura County, so that may not maybe that's why it's not. Yeah, you'd not have to Ventura. search Ventura County, yeah, right. right? Right. But San Gabriel Valley Medical Center, thirty-seven percent. So you can see what's going on, what beds are used for COVID patients, as well as the number of daily COVID nineteen patients, seven day average, an average of the patients that come in which is kind of scary, and the percent of adult inpatient beds used in the entire hospital. And I mentioned that Alhambra Hospital, there 87% of their beds are used. Yeah, you're hearing a lot of that on the news. Now, interesting, Cedars-Sinai, which only had 11% COVID patients, has 95% of their beds used. And this is because they treat other things and they have separate buildings. And generally, the hospitals keep the COVID patients in one of their buildings and don't go back and forth. City of Hope in Duarte only has 6% of COVID patients, but 98% of their beds are full. So, you know, I wouldn't feel that comfortable if that was my neighborhood, right? Because there's no beds. And City of Hope is really a cancer center. So this is a very valuable tool. It's on NPR. You can find it for hospitalization tracking project, hospital data. And if you can't find it, tweet to me and I'll send you the link. Or I tweeted it well, out cool. today, I think. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. Okay. I guess that's enough of COVID unless you had anything else you wanted to share. Well, real quick, let me see. Oh, Facebook employees. We, we forgot oh, yeah, that to one, talk yeah. about the vaccine. Yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. Are you you jumping to take the vaccine? Well, first of all, I won't be one of the first ones to get it anyway. You know, there's a whole bunch of people that are going to get it before before we qualify. You know, in California. My aunt uh, in England said she wanted the politicians to take it first. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, I totally agree with her. (laughs) uh, In California, the first group to get them will be um, first responders and healthcare workers. Right. Those that are yes. interacting on a ray, which, which is they certainly should be the first to get that. Then I think it drops down to nursing care patients. And then from there, anyone over 65. And then from there, everyone under 65, uh, you know, to the age 16 to 65 is what they're saying. Personally, so, if know, I have a choice, I'm going to wait for the Moderna uh, vaccine. Well, the, both think. the Moderna and the Pfizer are, uh, I believe, both have been approved for emergency use, and they're going to start. Okay. People are going to start getting shots next week. So uh, we'll yep. see. So it'll be probably you know a month, two months before we'll even be able to get to the shot, which will probably tell you a lot about it. But uh, I'm going to take it. I'm definitely going to take it. You know. Okay. I'm, I'm well, Doctor Fauci suggests that everybody takes it, but I yep. want to see on video uh, the vaccination coming out of the Pfizer bottle and going into Dr. Fauci's. I want to see this every line people up, famous people. I want to see them getting it first. (laughs) Well, I was was nice to see. uh, I was happy to see that President-elect Biden has reappointed Fauci as the head of the medical team. So I think that's great. I, I think Fauci does a great job. Well, I think we we got in this, I, I forget what it's called, Project Zim Zam Zoom, to get this all out and get to people has been a great project. And I don't think our, if there's one thing our president at this point did right, I, I think that this was funding this project and getting it out so quickly. Oh, yeah. Warp speed you're talking about, right? You're talking warp about the warp speed. speed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's pretty awesome. 
I mean, so anyway, let's but go Facebook on. Facebook uh, employees will yeah. not be required uh, to get the COVID nineteen vaccine when they return to office. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's very interesting. Mark Zuckerberg told employees he doesn't think it'll be necessary to require them to get them to return to work. Uh, they say they'll have numbers of protocols in place uh, uh, that include testing, social distancing, wearing masks, and other practices. And, uh, you know, I, it's very interesting. I'm, I'm not 100% sure how you can require someone to take a vaccine. I mean, I guess they're your employees, and I suppose if you don't want to work for Facebook, you don't have to work for them. Uh, but, the, you know, they're actually having employees work until uh, work remotely until July of next year anyway. So uh, if you're working for Facebook, you can work from home. And if you don't want the vaccine, that's probably what you're going to want to continue to do. So you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think it should be a choice. If it becomes a mandate, that that scares me a lot. Because yeah, let's face it, it has been proved with the Pfizer vaccine that people who have severe allergies should not yeah, take the vaccine. Right. And right. I know a lot of people who have severe allergies. A lot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, peanuts, bee stings, you know, people whose mouths swell up when they eat something. Yeah, they're allergic to right. stuff. So yeah. anyway, that's all, all right. Yeah, enough news about COVID. Yeah, let's, let's move on to something equally as exciting. What's virtual account numbers grow as a way to cut fraud risk? What is that all about? Well, okay, more fraud. The more we shop online, the more fraud there's going to be with our credit cards. Now, I have been writing about this for years and recommending it. And everybody tells me I should get my information out brand new every once in a while, so here it is. You can go Capital One, City, and American Express offer disposable credit card numbers. These aren't burner numbers. It's a number that you go to your account, you sign in online, and you'll see a link that says get virtual credit card number. You can get as many of these virtual credit card numbers you want for each of your accounts. What you can do is let's say you're shopping with Barnes & Noble. You give Barnes & Noble a certain virtual credit card number. So you'll know that all the charges to that credit card number, which end up on your bill on, on your you know, regular credit card, will be from Barnes & Noble. If somebody gets hacked, they're not going to get a credit card number nobody, you know, that they can use. So virtual credit card numbers are an important option, and they release, uh, prevent online fraud because they're kind of impossible to steal. Yeah, that's charges great. made. Yeah, so, and of course your liability for fraud, whether using a traditional credit card or virtual number is limited. And most banks waive the liability. And I think they do that way too much, but Hey, they're making plenty of money. So what do I know? Well, I'm um, sure. But there are a few extra steps in the checkout pre- uh, purchase. You have to go to your bank before you buy the item to generate a new account number every time they want to use a virtual card number to make a purchase. So it is an extra step, uh, things like that, and it's worth it. You know, I just try, I'm very, I try to be careful, but like you said, we're helpless in this fraud system. Yeah, that's just very difficult. You know, you don't want to give up protecting yourself, but no matter what you seem to do, Somebody else hacks your account. So it, it's, it's very difficult. Well, one of the things uh, my f- family and I do 
is if we're not using a credit card, if we're not charging things to it, you just mm-hmm. go to the app and freeze the charge yeah. account. Yeah. So nothing can be charged to it. And when you want to charge to it, you just open the app and unfreeze it. Yeah. Good That's idea. an even better way. Yeah. Okay. So this is not a problem that we have in Southern California for the most part. Don't often have to defog your windshields uh, quickly, you know, when it gets snow and things like that. But it happens from time to time. So apparently what, a NASA engineer figured out a way to do it very quickly? Well, you ha- I don't know about you, but I have traveled to places where windows are defogged, windows are iced. And have you ever had the experience of trying to scrape off ice with a credit card from the windshield? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, having lived in Southern California my whole life, whenever I've traveled, it's rare that I actually drive. So, uh, no, I, I have not had that experience, fortunately. But when it does rain here and it's cold, we do get inside windows fogged up. Sometimes yeah, you turn bit. on the car and it gets crazy. So here, four easy steps. Turn your car's heater on full blast. Hot air can hold more moisture. Now, if you just sparked up the car, your heater isn't generating a whole lot of heat, but turn it on first. Uh, or turn on your car's air conditioning. This pulls moisture out of the air as the air passes over the AC's cold coils. Make sure your inside air circulation is off. Winter air is cold, and we don't know how much moisture. It's not going to hold much moisture. So if you bring it into your car and heat it up, there's a lot of absorption capacity. And again, crack as many windows as possible, even for a few seconds, to allow for the exchange of the humid air in the car to exchange with the dry, cold air outside. Um, Okay, now the only thing I'm confused is... It, well, uh, unless you ha- you're supposed to do this in some kind of order, you can't turn your no, car heater no on in your air conditioning. No, there's no order. These are the things. These are the things you try. Okay, so first, turn on your heater. If that doesn't work, turn on your air conditioning. Because <laughs> for most cars, Mark, it's the, the people same thing. the people who have this problem understand everything I'm saying. So don't <laughs> don't worry mm, about not it. Not so sure, but okay. Yeah, it's they not very do clear. because I've been uh-huh. in that situation. And sometimes the air conditioning works, sometimes the heater works. Right. It all depends on how long your car has been running, how much humidity is in the outside air. Um, but generally, it's very cold and dry, and the reason your car fogs up on the inside is because you have a large amount of moisture inside your right. car. Right. So they get it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Uh, you know, talking about, it's, it's funny, actually, talking about, it seems like every week we have a new, the worst company on the planet. And this week, I'd like to give kudos to Southern California Edison, who has, I don't know, Marsha, if you've had your power turned out in the last month or so. Nope. Uh, have, nope, I'm you, you've been DWP. lucky. Yeah, oh, you're lucky. Yeah, they're a public utility. Southern California Edison, had, which is a privately held company, which is the way they can get away with this because of weather-related things, they just keep shutting down the power for people. So we're fortunate. We we got a generator last year, and we're one of the few, you know, at nighttime in our neighborhood, you know, half a dozen of us have generators, and the rest of the neighborhood is pitch black. And they turn it off for 24 hours, and then they turn it back on. So we got a text last night saying, oh, we may turn it off tonight. Now, you explain it to me. We're talking about weather, right? Uh, It's about 66 degrees. It's 76 humidity. It is no wind in the area. But for fire reasons, they talk about turning it out. Explain that one to me. 
I have no, you know, I just thank God that I'm with the Department of Water and Power, which yeah. is a city utility, and mm-hmm. they aren't doing that. So, yeah. you know, I just think, I'm sorry, I think Wall Street is at fault here for demanding these private utility companies like PG&E and right. the other ones to keep showing profits, keep showing profits instead of reinvesting back in their infrastructure. So you're really not going to get sympathy from me for those no, companies. It is god I think, awful. I think it's just BS. Yeah, they're they're ridiculous, and uh, you're absolutely right. So anyway, the award of the Tech Radio Worst Company of the Week and Year, Southern California Edison. Thanks for being in there, Southern <laughs> California Edison. Uh, so okay. you had a couple of interesting stories about all the trouble Google, Amazon, Facebook, everybody's in trouble. So tell us about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. The Federal Trade Commission and state prosecutors, I don't think this is going to happen, seek to break up Facebook because they consider them to be anti-competitive in their conduct. Uh, 46 states' attorneys and the FTC are calling on the courts to potentially break up Facebook because they're a monopoly over social media. Um, There are two antitrust lawsuits against Facebook, alleging the company established the monopoly by buying Instagram and WhatsApp in 2012 and 2014. Uh, The last district courts to change or rectify the situation and start to break the companies up. You know, I've seen this so many times in the past. I don't see it actually happening. But you know that the, well, I mean, they, they did it to Microsoft. They did it yeah, to Microsoft. Sort of, they can sort do of. it again. By the yeah. way, Linda Sherman, who hey, talks Linda. to us from Kauai, Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah. In uh-huh. Hawaii, they turn on the air conditioner to clear the windows because oh, what? It's okay. it's not that cold in Hawaii. <laughs> No, it's very as, uh, humid right, there, isn't right. it? So it depends yeah. on where you are. If you have the problem, see, people understood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, to, back yes. to what you were saying, um, yeah, these companies yeah, need know. to be broken up. There's too much going on. Um, Microsoft survived it. And, I mean, let's face it. I mean, even look at the stock prices of the company. Look at Facebook. Oh, Aren't yeah. they representing too many brands? Well, you I would mean, think you've so. You've got texting, you've got, uh, and same with Google. Yeah. Okay, so All there right. we wow, go. And I hear the music. And we're going to be back. If you're listening in the archives, click segment two for a lot more. We do more tech instructions and movies and gifts for the holidays in segment two. So this is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, Kurt Boothman, and Wade Taylor on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Does your business do a lot of shipping and wish you could get more for less? Stamps.com is the solution. It's the ideal way to automate and simplify your e-commerce shipping needs. Easily import all your venues like eBay, Amazon, and others. Trips to the post office will soon become a memory. Stamps.com gives you postage on demand. Just click print and mail at discounted shipping rates. See why so many e-commerce businesses have switched. Visit stamps.com. 
I raised $8,000 to build schools for South African children. After realizing how many people go hungry in San Diego, I now volunteer at a food pantry. I'm spending the next year doing volunteer projects across three countries and helping in ways they designate to be the most helpful. The WorldLink program at the Joan B. Kroc Institute for Peace and Justice recognizes the potential of youth as agents of social change. Learn how you can help youth become a generation of leaders in action at peace.sandiego.edu. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash WSRadio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash WSRadio. I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation, all businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Can you imagine a world without children? A world without their smiles or their laughter. A world where children don't play or sing or dream or imagine. At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we can't imagine a world without children. That's why we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children everywhere. Diseases like cancer, pediatric AIDS, and sickle cell. And we won't stop until every child is cured and every disease is defeated. Because we can't imagine a world without children. Can you? Finding cures, saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To learn how you can help, log on to our website, stjude.org. 